there. You're welcome to another episode of Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. I am Mertia Umar. Thank you for joining. In our previous episode of the show, we had a conversation on why some young Nigerians need to stop belittling startup capital and focus on starting up a business no matter how small. In the country today, the federal government have come up with a couple of schemes to help young people access finances and starting up their own businesses. Are the loans easily accessed by these young Nigerians who are genuinely interested in starting up a business? Abdur Rashid is a young Nigerian. His experience in assessing financial support for his business is rather a disappointing one, as his name and that of over 400 young Nigerians from his community has been stuck on a waiting list for months now. He shares his experience with us. Yes, I'm really aware of the federal government interventions to the people, more especially in terms of loan. Uh, the, the issue is that uh, some of the programs are not consistent or rather not targeting the right individuals. Oh, how do you uh, mean when you said it's not targeting the right individuals? Yeah, for instance, uh, someone with a genuine business plan, with a, new, with a genuine mindset, want to apply, for instance, want to start a business, but unfortunately, when he applied, he will not be considered. For someone who is not even, he, he don't even know what he will do with the money, he will, he will be end up getting the money. That's what I mean. Okay. So <laughs> yeah. when you applied, what happened? Were you the only one that applied? Yeah, I applied. We are very much many, most especially in our area. We applied uh, last year, December. That is not internet facility. <laughs> You understand? We applied. If you need a loan of three million, you need to have your CAC and some other document. But if you need, like, for instance, three hundred thousand, five hundred thousand, you don't need your uh, CAC. You only need your BVN. Okay. But unfortunately, we went together with my friend. We got our CSC. Yeah, even though the CSC is not that much cost, because I applied without any agent. You understand? I was the one that did everything. Yeah, they gave me my certificate, and I come back and applied. But unfortunately, up to now, this June, I will, there is no any communication between we and they. Mm-hmm. And even the one that is that uh, is not that much bigger one, that's the one of five hundred thousand in our area. Almost five hundred people are private. I can only single handedly point three people that successfully got the loan. From there we went to their office and complained they say like they will they will they will refer back to us but up now no any correspondence. But, uh, yeah and even this maiden Smeden last year we applied but in Smeden too there is no any correspondence and we asked uh, this bank BUA Bank of Agriculture but we want to get a loan for agricultural things they say it's okay but you need collateral you know and majority of us we don't have any collateral like what you kind need of house collateral are they asking for? Like, for instance, house. House is not even not just normal house, but you have to register it with the state government. And you know, to register a house with the state government is one, it's not, it's not just a small tax, it's a big deal. Right. <laughs> that is, it's, 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 it's very hard for you to get a loan from federal government. It's very, very much hard. And that was Abdurashid Bawa. From the experience Abdurashid have shared with us on the show today, it is obvious that getting financial support from some of these financial schemes is not a day's job. How can the government make it easier? I put this question and more to Professor Nazif Darma, a developmental economist. Well, you know, there are so many programs that were initiated by this administration, particularly after the 
economic recession and during the COVID pandemic. I know the social investment scheme has a component of giving loan uh, to small-scale business. I know for sure Central Bank of Nigeria through Nisram, a microfinance bank, they also have a scheme of helping young people to start a small business. I know there is a scheme also initiated by small and medium enterprise development agency. And there is also another scheme initiated by Federal Ministry of um, Youth and Sports Development, that are the, the Youth Entrepreneurship Fund. So I think the most important thing is for our young people to be as proactive as possible in terms of trying to look at uh, various websites of the government, to look at the various uh, programs initiated by the administration, so that at the end of the day, uh, they will be able to see the opportunities that are available in those various websites, and then they can be able to apply and then use that as a means of improving their living condition. The reality is that jobs are simply not available to be provided by the government for every graduate or country school leaver. But our population is an expanding one. 211 million people, approximately, we are adding over 4 million miles every day. Now, for some of us who are developmental economists, we see a higher population as an opportunity for business because with every additional increase in population, there is a corresponding increase in the demand for goods and services. So young people should be able to look at areas where there is an increase in demand, particularly handcraft-oriented activities like carpentry, like um, uh, home decoration, like mechanics, and so many other activities that are demanded for or whose demand is increasing every day. One of the most terrible things that happen to our young people is that they believe, rightly or wrongly, they are above doing certain activities or some jobs or some trades. But the reality is that the worst thing that could happen to a young man is to be dependent on anybody, whether they are his parents or relations or friends. Because what belongs to you, actually what gives you the courage and the confidence and the freedom to live in peace. Okay. But, what belong, but, but what belongs to somebody is what belongs to him. It does not belong to you. And then you cannot be able to live comfortably with that. Okay. Professor, you, you know, there are some of the schemes that are really difficult to access by the young people. And uh, some of them have complained that, yes, we've gone through some of the schemes. We've gone to the internet to register. But the terms of condition are just above us. When you scale through registration, the collateral is just something else. What advice do you have for the government? Because these people are young people. They're just starting life and you're asking for collateral for house and land and all that. What advice do you have for the government to make this, you know, accessible instead of asking for things that the young people do not have access to or do not even have those kind of collateral? Well, you know, while I'm not holding brief for the government, Mm. you know, previous default rate associated with some of those schemes was what informed the government to put off these um, clauses and uh, demanding collateral. But significantly, most young people with very good, brilliant and enterprising ideas don't have any collateral to surrender. So what I would advise is that the government should actually make guarantors a form of better collateral than physical assets. Because if you insist on a guarantor from the community where a young man resides, whether he's a religious leader, whether he's a community leader, whether he's a teacher or whatever, or whether he's a high-ranking member of the community, I think those responsible citizens will hardly provide guarantor to anybody they know is of questionable character, trait, or behavior. That way, you achieve dual purpose. One, securing the loan from default, but at the same time, removing difficult clause that makes it possible for young people to 
access those facilities and improve their lives. And that was Professor Nazifi Darma, a developmental economist. We will now go on a break, but we will return shortly. Do stay. That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with Daily Trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership.dailytrust.com now. Welcome back. You are still listening to Nigeria Daily coming to you from Daily Trust. And on this episode of the show, we're discussing how young people can effectively increase your chances of accessing loans to start your own businesses. Know that you can download this particular episode and other episodes of Nigeria Daily on dailytrust.com and on buzzsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, and on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, not forgetting 93.3 in Jos Plateau State. What can young people do to increase their chances of accessing loans from all the credit facilities? A financial expert, Mr. Bashir Adiraju, speaks with us. You know, people come with business ideas that just a two, three minutes check under the spotlight, the plan is really going to be. You understand? It's, that means it cannot meet the test. If you cannot meet the test, just go asking questions. How can you make a test when the economy must die? How can you make the test when your supplier don't supply you? When the perseverance, you say a young man who has been trying to win it for a loan and he hasn't got to it. What have you been doing in the last six months? Sometimes these lenders create these processes just to watch you, just to study you. But when they give, because when they give you their money, it's like a marriage. The best time to reject the money is when you get married. That's why you take it on a long default, you start chasing with law enforcement, you go to court. You don't even need that. So, law blenders use that as a safe place for themselves. Let's give these guys what they call, um, what they call it, barriers. If they can surpass these barriers, yes. So, do you, do you think that's why we have these delays in accessing this loan? Well, this one is the source of the lending, mm. which is um, the government has tell us that we know that the bureaucracy will set in. Then the Napoleon Maturit thing will take place there. So that means, I'm talking about real lenders, real business who are giving, who are giving money for, the national agencies who are giving small part grants. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Just they take it through serious analysis, which if you're not serious, you won't pass. So the first thing for the young borrower is go and cook your soup well. Go mm. prepare. Prepare is not sit down and think and write and Google. No. After you Google, you read different news experiences. Who is doing this kind of business in my argument? Who can I learn from? When the young man goes through apprenticeship, he, you know he's not standing on his own yet. He's learning from under someone. He goes to the trade, learns five, ten years, and after ten years, he comes out to the next part. And I wonder, ah, how does he do it? Because he has learned to trade. 
We see a few of them, they come out of university, what are you doing? They're doing nothing. Okay, what do you have? I have an idea. Okay, where have you volunteered? At least, you know, if you want to start selling cake and, and uh, big stuff, go and volunteer in a big place. You don't understand how many bowls of, uh, how many movies of flour you need to get 10 inches of cake. You understand? It, a lot of it has to be hands on the ground, hands on the plow, feet on the road. You got to get the experience. So when you get the experience, when you are writing the plan, the people you are writing to, you know that you know what you're talking about. So yes, sometimes you are do all this and you might not say what, because the funds are limited. So you might have a few other subjective criteria they want to use. Yes, but a lot of times because the young borrowers, movie borrowers are not ready. But do everything within your path, not to make the business. Here. And that is at the point of accepting the loan. Now, the first thing is, take proper counsel. So get down, seek expert counsel. Especially for young people. So we see a serious young person who wants to do business, what does he want to do? Come, come on, let me teach you a few things. We need to learn. Listen, gain from here, gain from here, gain from here. Put it together and make up your own. Most importantly, know what you're doing. And that was Mr. Bashir Adiraju, a financial expert. And that brings us to the end of this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. To everyone whose voices were heard on the show, I'd like to say a big thank you. Nigeria Daily is a daily trust production and it is open for sponsorship and advert placement. You can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com and on bowsprout.com. You can also listen in on Spotify, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, TuneIn Radio, or better still, listen to us on NAS FM 89.9, Yola, and on Unity FM. 93.3 in Charles Plateau State. If you have questions or comments or intend to sponsor Nigeria Daily, let us know on our social media handles. On Twitter and Instagram is at daily underscore trust. On Facebook, you find us at Daily Trust. You can send us a message via WhatsApp on 091-389-33390. Thank you so much for listening and bye for now. Yeah. <laughs>